if, if you never got the pleasure of meeting him, he was a fantastic human who did so much for this industry, the lives that he touched and the way that he made people feel, whether you were a wrestler, whether you worked on the crew, whether you were in catering, whether you were a fan, he is, is someone who isn't just extremely important to me, but extremely important to everyone in this company. Mm-hmm. And, and we just, we really, we're gonna miss him a lot. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. My name is actually that's incorrect. My name is not Ginger Heat. My name is <laughs> The Body me. from Gurkadi Jordan Deves at Jordan Deves on social media and yeah, it sounds weird. I'm starting off this podcast. It's bizarre. Um, but that is because we are without our usual... I, I, did we call him a host? I don't really know. We're all hosts, I guess. The, um, who, yeah, the unofficial host. Yeah, the guy who kicks it all off. He's he's, yeah, he's, he's like he's Adam Pierce. Like Phillips, we don't know what right? he is. He kind of kicks it off and... Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with being Samoa Joe or whatever. That's fine by me. Yeah. Um, but with us anyway, we still have the son of the dentist, the waxy snake-like creature that is Ryan Waxman. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not used to being introduced this early, so I had to uh, adjust, but all is well. Um, I am officially moving hey. into a new place, into a new flat, as they nice. call it, uh, in your neck of the woods in the next uh, couple months. So that's pretty exciting. Class. Bigger place? Bigger place, nicer. Uh, I will actually have a desk to be able to record this podcast on rather than on my couch and coffee table. Yeah, that's always so I think that'll be a big improvement on its own. Yeah, class. So you move in the next couple of months? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So mid, mid-February is around when I should get the keys and I'll take my time moving because my current lease here goes until end of april so i have yeah, time right. yeah you got time to move it. stuff over i guess and you know piss around with exactly all exactly so big moves big moves class with us also of course I, i'm not going to do the whole spiel that he does because i'm probably going to get it wrong but we have the hate jason jason is in the house how are you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling good. You know, life is all about adjustments, and we're going to find out today what horrible adjustments some NXT and other talent took to the WWE when they got called up in my homework. And I also want to give out give out a shout-out <laughs> to Ginger Heat. Uh, you know, he was set on fire by Randy Orton last week. But he will be back yeah, next week. Yeah, we all week. thought it was just the color of his hair, but turns out he actually was on fire all along. There we go. That's where, that's where the heat comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Class. So obviously we have a couple of things that we're going to go over today in terms of some wrestling from the week. We have uh, some one good, some one bad also. Uh, we're going to have a look at Jason's homework, which again we'll get onto in a little bit. Uh, but completely uh, unfortunate and untimely passing of uh, 
John, I believe it's John Huber or Huber. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, no, I had no idea um, about any kind of illness that he maybe had. I genuinely thought he was injured or or whatever, but I, I didn't realize it was Huber? a kind of yeah. major health concern. So it's, it's a real loss and a real shame, especially for his family as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it yeah. was. I think it was Jason who actually shared the news. Uh, that's that's how I found out, and I almost thought the the first website I found that was announcing it because it was so immediate. It was this this weird, like haunted looking website, and so I really wanted to believe it was fake until I found the official uh, AEW tweet. Uh, Luke was always, or, or John Huber was also always one of those guys who you knew there was more to him than the WWE was giving him and I was very happy to hear not so much watch I didn't watch a ton of AEW but to hear that he'd been really um thriving in in his new role as Mr. Brody Lee and the Dark Order in AEW and anytime somebody passes at such a young age uh is, is incredibly tragic so yeah my thoughts are with his family um, yes, definitely. Uh, I found out I was on Twitter and, um, OSW review retweeted AEW's official post about it. So when I first saw it, I mean, OSW review is like a, it's a funny show, right? Like it's looking back at old school wrestling and, you know, critiquing it and they're very, they're very funny. And so they retweeted this a AEW official post, but I, I remembered, like, I don't watch a lot of AEW week to week. And I remembered, I think it was on um, TNA. They someone they killed someone, didn't they? Yes. Didn't someone get shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, totally. my first reaction, because this is so shocking, was like, is this a, is this like part of the storyline? Because I thought someone else was doing that, right? Well, well, that was it. Because when I first saw it online, because I, I don't think I saw it in a message or anything. I think I seen it online yeah. first, <clears throat> and I read um, Brody Lee had past and i was like oh okay so it's the character yeah like, yeah I, that too I, I must have missed something on ew so yeah. then it was when i actually went to luke i was like oh exactly cr wow no but then i went to look because uh, you know it was still their official twitter so i made sure that it, you know that yeah. was the news and when i found out it was real i was you know like yeah. completely shocked like because i thought he was i haven't been watching AEW, but i've heard that he's doing great things like ryan said uh, which I think is great that he was able to, you know, show what he can really give outside of like a Luke Harper kind of character who was good in his own way. But he even went beyond that. Um, so he he was um, he was doing an amazing job over there. And um, it seems like that was just a couple of weeks ago, right, that he had his last match. I'm not sure like I how mean, long ago it's was it. It's been a little while now. Like you're probably talking a couple of months or something. He lost the title, um, which... In itself, when I look back at it, I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe it all makes sense. I remember him winning the title, uh, the TNT Championship from Cody, and it was only a couple of few weeks later that he lost it again back to Cody, and I remember thinking that seems odd. I don't really understand why he's done that, and then he was gone, and that was it. Okay. Um, but yeah, you're right. Up until that point, because I watch AEW every week, like. It was really nice to see him do promo work because we just hadn't seen him do any promo work yeah. at all yeah. in the WWE other than, I think he said about four words when he was part of the Bludgeon Brothers, which was like his last gimmick, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. other than that, 
I hadn't really heard much. And then when I'm sitting watching AEW, I was like, he's great on the mic. He's so good. But his in-ring ability as well. He's he, Like, he was high-flying, but he was that bigger, taller guy, you know. Um, uh, you, so really, I mean, he... On you go, on you go. He was... Oh, sorry. Like, he was... He was cool as Luke Harper, uh, part of the Wyatt family, no doubt. But it just seems like he was put in a role where a lot of his talents didn't shine through in WWE. Yeah. I don't know, you know? And and I'm so happy that he was able to break out yeah. of that in AEW. Yeah. Uh, so he, sh- he showed, like, two very different contrasting sides and did well in both of them. Well, that's it. Um, like, yes, he wasn't very promo-centric in WWE. But he still has an IC title to his name and you exactly. know, three tag yep. championship reigns, I think. Yep. So, and, and because he w- arguably yeah. one of the biggest factions or whatever stables of For all sure. time. So he also sure. seems like uh, I mean, you get this a lot when somebody passes, but he seemed to be very well liked by everybody he he worked with. Oh yeah. So just a, a huge shame, a huge tragedy. Um, a hundred percent, and that just shows like how much. A lot of times, like fans don't really know what's going on behind the scenes and who's important and how they make people feel and how they vibe with the locker room, which can change a lot as far as you know the work environment. This guy was universally loved yeah. by it seemed like everybody. Long post, sh- wanting people to know what a great, amazing person he was, and I think that's it's amazing how many people he touched. That's very like, significant, um, yeah. especially in an industry like pro wrestling where we hear so much about this guy's difficult to work with, this guy was a jerk, this person had beef with this person. It, it's, it's, it seems exceedingly rare in this type of industry to see someone who just no one has something negative to say about him. So just, it yeah. goes a lot towards his character. Yeah, very uh, am- amazing, for sure. He must have been an amazing person. Um, that's, that's rare, especially in any industry, yeah. right? Yeah. I watched, um, I went back to watch it yesterday or whatever um oh, i think it's on the network the formerly known as stuff i don't know if you've watched any of that before um but it's basically guys who have come up through independent wrestling circuits and whatnot they did like a i think it's about 10 15 minutes long um kind of interview thing with these guys about their previous characters so as luke harper he's on it and he goes, hi, I'm Luke Harper, formerly known as Brody Lee. Because he was Brody Lee before he hit the WWE. Um, and he's talking about all the stuff that he's done before. And I was like, oh, wow, that's actually... I didn't know he had a kind of catalogue of wrestling before the WWE. I knew he did, obviously, after. Um, but it was really interesting to see that side of him. And then, yeah, like I'm seeing people talking about him in ways that makes me think... what. Well, makes me see him as more than a character, I guess. And I guess this is what we spoke about a couple of weeks ago when we talked about um, guys who are in the Hall of Fame. And obviously, is it is it kayfabe, is it not? And it has to incorporate some of the stuff that they do outside of the ring. And this is... It's unfortunate that something like this has to happen for us to be able to see some of the contributions that people have outside of the ring. But this is just highlighting a lot of the work that he he did do um so yeah it's great to see the people coming out in their in their hundreds and thousands to say what a great guy you know so yeah really really um really really upsetting to hear but i guess it's really exciting that there's a lot of people who have a lot of good things to say about him absolutely yeah um won't spend too much time 
um, going on uh, about that anymore, I guess, but I just thought it was important to bring up at the start of the pod. Um, so I will raise um, my glass to the man and to his family. Thank you for the, for the great times. And, um, yeah, I know it's going to be difficult for, for them, but, uh, yeah, yeah I, hope they're, I hope they're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, but let's move on, unless you guys have anything else to say about that. I think uh, it was summed up pretty well. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. Class. Well, let's move on. I think the first thing we're going to have a look at this week is Jason's homework of the week. So Jason, what have you got for us? Um, this week uh, I have for you, well I wanted to know from you, uh, your top four basically botched bring-ups, and I'll explain what I mean by that. You know, let's say a couple examples. You got someone doing very well in NXT. Uh, you know, you want to bring them up to the main roster, but you might change their gimmick a bit or change their character or make them do things they wouldn't normally do. And it kind of sucks. So I want your top four of that. And it could be even people coming over from WCW when they bought them, ECW, any like weird repackaging coming up to the main roster. Okay. Okay. That's a pretty. That's a good category. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I don't know. I yeah. Think it does. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, okay. I guess we can all take it slightly differently in terms of what you. Yeah. You know, just, what your criteria I think you all have are. Your own idea. It'll make sense. So yeah, let's yeah. start off with the son of Isaac Yankum. <laughs> Waxman. All right. Um, Here, that would be sick if that was true. Could you imagine? Um, so yeah, I, I had to think about this because unfortunately, uh, as the resident NXT Mark, that's the one thing that you sort of have a duality in is you get so excited for this, this wrestler who's coming up on NXT and in the back of your mind, you can't help but think, okay, is this, A, is this going to translate to WWE and B, will they be allowed to do the things that they've done on NXT in the WWE mm. to that level. And the first person, or number four, I should say on my list, and I'm put them, I put them number four because I think there's still potential for them to fix this, although I'm not sure that will happen given recent events. And I'm going to go with Keith Lee. Keith Lee was... Maybe aside from Karrion Cross, Io Shirai, he was the hottest entity on NXT for the first half of 2020. And I actually had to go back and look and realize he's been on the main roster for several months now. Yeah. And well, he had both NXT and North American title at one point. That's right. right. This year. Exactly. That's insane. Yeah. And he was a big guy. He could move. He could like, he was a good wrestler. He was entertaining to watch. He had a great theme. Uh, I actually went back and watched the 2020 Royal Rumble a couple days ago, and people popped when he came out for the Rumble to face Brock Lesnar face-to-face. And it was our vegan dandy who called it from the beginning, saying as soon as he's brought up to the WWE, which is what happened, they took away his theme song, they changed his ring attire, and they didn't let him either win or lose any matches. 
He would be involved in a triple threat match. He wouldn't be involved in the pin one way or another. He'd be in these like double countouts. He'd be in these schmoz fests. He hasn't been able to build any momentum. That said, he does have the opportunity to face Drew McIntyre next week for the Universal Championship. I don't think he'll win, but I'm no. hopeful this is a step in the right direction for him because if used properly, I still think he could be one of the guys. Of, but this is this is just another example of them bringing a guy up and going, okay, he's so strong, he looks amazing, we we know what we want to do with them, but then we can't ever make him lose a match because if he loses a match, then he's not strong. Yeah. Well, that's not the case. That's not how it works. You can still lose and be strong. It, it, you know, we watched Roman versus Kevin yeah. last week or whatever, and Kevin still looks strong. That's it. It's just... Not talking about the cage match, by the way. That was not... So no, but it's that. exactly that. It's just... I don't. I don't understand why there has to be this... What's the opposite of handling them with white gloves? Is is they're just sort of like they think they're handling him with white gloves, but uh, they're no gloves. They're like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's no been a bit of a mess. Love. No gloves. It's been a bit of a mess for Keith Lee. Not not really for any fault uh, of his own. And I up until recently, I was hoping he'd actually they they'd send him back to NXT. Um, but it seems like maybe there's a little upturn. Just in time for 2021. We'll see. Vince doesn't like him, apparently. So the jury is definitely still out. Um, number three. Someone actually mentioned this because I think we touched on we touched on what the homework was going to be on last week's episode at the end. And one name was thrown out that I had completely forgotten about. But hearing it makes me realize it's absolutely true. And that's EC3. Uh, EC3. Oh, yeah, yeah, because we all forgot. (laughs) Well, that's it. That's just how squashed he was. Now, EC3 originated in WWE as Derek Bateman, and that was back when NXT was not what it is now. It was more... uh, Sorry, but that's just the worst name. Yeah, Derek. Yeah, it wasn't. It was a jobber name for sure, but he was pretty funny. The brother brother of Jason Bateman, the actor. That's it. (laughs) Patrick Bateman, the... uh, the psycho. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was actually kind of funny. I went back and, and watched through some of his old stuff. Uh, he was okay. There was some potential there. Didn't work out in the WWE at first. Went over to Impact. And he got this Ethan Carter the Third gimmick, which was great. Son of uh, the boss, Dixie Carter. And obviously they couldn't use his full name when he came back to WWE. He just had to be EC3. And I remember his debut promo on the big brand, he couldn't even talk. He was on, I think, was it a moment of bliss? And he got interrupted every time he tried to speak. Uh, something like it that, was just yeah. dead on arrival, that whole gimmick. And to nobody's surprise, it, uh, it didn't work, which is a shame because I thought, if done properly, always with that asterisk, it could have been a really interesting gimmick, sort of yeah. silver spoon royalty. You know, you saw it a bit with... Hunter Hearst Helmsley once upon a time. You saw it a bit with JBL when he repackaged. You even saw it a bit with Damian Sandow to a mm. less successful effect. Again, not really his fault, but it's just a shame. It's one of those what could have been for me. But again, I think I think it's, that's one of those ones that didn't really work in NXT when he came back either. Because you've got a character who their whole 
thing is that it is based on a different show. Like, yeah. If that does that make sense? Like his whole name and his namesake and all that kind of stuff is based on the fact that he's on another show. So if you bring him over here and just call him EC3, that doesn't mean anything in the WWE universe. I, yeah, so, I agree. But I guess where I'm coming from is it's still something that didn't work if they wanted to keep that character that they brought over from Impact, uh, change the name, keep the gimmick, keep the character, change him to yeah. something McMahon or something, I don't know, uh, Pierce. Yeah. He, just, he gets adopted <laughs> or something this like point, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they had the Hornswoggle thing once upon a time, but this would be at least a little more interesting. Um, but I won't go too much more into it. I think that one was just, again, dead on arrival. Number two, number two, I had to go with the revival. Uh, when the revival debuted, coming up from NXT onto the WWE, again, people marked out when they had the, you know, no BS, just fists. What was it? Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson. Yeah. And yeah. then it just it, again it it they weren't given the chance to to really flourish that their whole thing was maybe you know they're just two guys they're a tag team they're better as a tag team no one's going to go see scott dawson on his own for example and it seemed like it was only when they were getting ready to leave that they actually put some effort into giving them a title run or giving them opportunities to win but too little too late and now they're on aew as FTR and exactly just something that yeah. WWE let slip through their fingers when they they shouldn't have because it was built by them and that that's such a waste. But AEW's gain. Yeah, and again, that's another that's a, a gimmick that started in NXT. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't it wasn't created outside. No. Like the WWE essentially created that. They put those two guys together as a tag team. They weren't a tag team before, and it rocketed. Yeah in NXT. It worked very well. Just not on the main roster. And number one for me is also someone who is still in the company. Uh, and it's Alistair Black. Alistair Black, Ooh. maybe it's the tattoos, maybe it's that look, but I thought not quite as good on the mic, but I thought maybe with what he was building his character up to be sort of the person who speaks for the outsiders and voice of the voiceless type thing. I thought maybe we were looking at a CM Punk level because he was a very good wrestler. He had a really cool entrance that they've taken away now. And what has he done yeah. since he came into the, into the big leagues? What an eye patch. Yeah, he wore an eye patch in a feud that got solved on Raw Underground of all places. And we haven't seen him <laughs> since, really. <laughs> what? Yeah, with uh, Kevin yeah. Owens. He fucked Kevin Owens on Raw Underground. Hasn't yeah. been seen since, and it's a shame because I think, again, you, you, you invest some time into this guy, and he's got the size, he's got the look, he's got the skill. He could absolutely be a, a, a top-level person. That I've... Does he have the mic ability? I don't think he's amazing on the mic, but I think he's fine on the mic. I don't even know what he sounds like. Has he ever spoken? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen him chat. Chat. I've seen him chat. Yeah, so I'll have... I've seen him talk a couple of times, yeah. and it's it's mad because I they, they always say, "Oh, Alistair Black from 
Amsterdam yeah. or whatever, right? And they always he's always billed from the Netherlands. So I expect him to come out and be like, Oh yes, my name's Alistair yeah. Black. Oh. But he then talks in an American accent. I'm like, oh, what? I'm confused. Maybe that's why they don't make him talk. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, again, I don't think he's terrible. He's not uh, Sasha Banks level no. uh, of bad. I think he's, he's somewhere is. in the middle. But I think that's one of the easier things you can work on. Not everyone can do it, but I think it's one of the easier things you can improve on. But again, no chance. So those are my four. Uh, I think these are people it's a good list. we all would have been really excited to see uh, succeed and could have succeeded, had the tools, and just weren't given or haven't been given the opportunity. So there you go. Who's next? Well, that was an example of giving someone an opportunity and it going well. A fantastic list. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, moving on to the big sexy body from Big uh, Kirkati. <laughs> quite, quite, quite a small town, but I'll do. That's all right. Um, okay. Again, all of mine... Uh, mm, do they? Yeah, all of mine pretty much come from NXT up. Um, I, I was thinking about this. I was like, what qualifies somebody doing well on the main roster? Okay. Um, and I was trying to, I was thinking about somebody who has done really, really well in terms of success. They've they've gotten titles, but their their gimmick or their character is just crap. Like it just they changed what it was on NXT. And yes, they may have had success, but it it didn't resonate as well as it did in NXT. So I kinda went along that kind of a line. Um so my number four, I'll get it out of the way. Um, is also the revival. Um, again, they they had success, yep. right? They, they won the tag titles and the SmackDown titles or whatever it yep. was. But I didn't really care about them. But I, I remember me and Brad and a couple other guys went to see an NXT show in Glasgow and they were there. And I was like, who are these guys? I've never seen them before. And they were insane. I can't even remember who they were against. I think... It was Enzo and Cass. Um, that's how long ago this was. But I'm pretty sure we went to see them. And I remember thinking, oh, these guys are pretty good. And then, obviously, in NXT, they tore it up. But they were just Dash and Dawson then. Yeah. And then they come up to the main roster, and it's, oh, here's the revival. And I'm like, who? Oh, it's those guys. I quite like them. Didn't work. Yes, they had a bit of success, like you said, towards the end, but... That, that, that's not enough. Like, I need to be invested in the character, and I wasn't. If, so, yeah, number yeah, four. If you fail to launch, it's really hard to get back on on track. So, Isn't that a, uh, yeah. is that a movie, Failure to Launch? Failure to Launch is a movie, yes. Okay, maybe I'll watch that later. It's, yeah, it's just really tough <laughs> to undo either no or a negative push from the offset. Because you need the fans to yeah. care right away. So absolutely, sure. Oh, as you definitely. know, I completely agree Hard with you. Undo. Class. Um, my number three. And this is because this person had two characters in the WWE. And neither of them actually... I, I genuinely don't think this person had a, res, uh, as a wrestler. Had a match. Ever. Ever. 
in WWE. I think they just appeared and was like, oh, I'm this character, but they didn't actually do anything. Emma slash Emmalina. Oh, shout out to Brad. <laughs> yeah. I I thought she was great in NXT. Um, exactly. She, you know, cutting shapes and whatnot. It was class. Um, she was doing really well, and then she obviously came up and was Emma, but didn't really do anything. And then disappeared for a while, and there was all those vignettes. It was like, oh, Emmalina, oh, I'm coming soon. And then obviously comes out one day and goes, nah, I'm, I'm not Emmalina. Spin on that, you know, yeah. and then just pissed off, and that was it. You have me on. You built somebody up yeah. for months of these vignettes or whatever. Comes out and goes, nah, not happening. And then pissed off. What was that about? I, I didn't really understand what was going on there. So that was when I watched her in NXT. And I'm pretty sure she had a bit of a... She had a good feud, actually, with Asuka. Um, there was somebody else with her, though, but I can't remember who it was. It was Emma and somebody. might have been Dana Brooke, actually. Um, yeah. And Asuka had this whole thing going on for ages. You know, ages ago in NXT. But she was class and then came up to the main roster and did nothing. So, yeah. Number yeah. three, Emma slash Emmalina. Good pick. Number two, um, another tag team. And I think this is where... Maybe this is why I enjoy AEW so much because tag team wrestling is, like, at the forefront. So they really do it well. Um, WWE obviously do not. Sanity. Remember them? Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was Eric Young, Killian Dane, Alexander Wolfe, and Nikki Cross. I, oh, yeah, yeah, when Nikki Cross was good. Yeah, right? They were amazing on NXT. Absolutely amazing. Um, they had the titles at one point. They were, you know, it was, it was a good stable as well because it had Nikki in it as well. I, I did a different dimension. It's basically what Retribution should be that's essentially what um sanity were and obviously they actually did they were called up in one of the drafts at one point it wasn't like they just appeared one day they were actually drafted to a show and then never appeared hmm. and then the next thing you know alexander wolf is on nxt uk with another tag team killian dane's gone back down to nxt yeah he's tagging with drake, drake maverick. maverick or whatever Eric Young's now away. I think he's one of the champions at Impact or something like yeah. that. And Nikki Cross has got this, oh, Lexi, Lexi, how's it going, Lexi? I'm going to be your pal in that. <laughs> got my Crap. family watching Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> my family are watching Lexi. <laughs> Awful. Um, but I, I loved them in NXT. I thought they were really good. Uh, they were just a little bit unhinged. And like I say... I think they're what Retribution could have been. Um, so yeah, number two, Sanity. And number one, again, they may have had success, but that doesn't mean that their character has been done well. And it's Asuka. Mm. Mm, yeah. just, Interesting pick. She came up, and I remember thinking, oh... I've just watched her. I mean, she literally, nobody could beat her. So she came up from NXT as an unbeaten champion who vacated their title. And I'm like, 
All right, okay, here we go. She gets up to the main roster, right? And then she gets beat by Charlotte at WrestleMania, right? That's fine. I understand it. I, I, you know, I get why they've done that. But the minute that happened, they went, okay, well, she's now beaten now, so we can't go with the whole unbeaten gimmick. So now she's just going to be that woman that runs about screaming in Japanese, and it's funny. That's... It was demeaning almost, like from a run that was so amazing to then this character who was just a bit of a laughing stock, if I'm being honest. Mm. I, th I think it's a shame. Again, she's still won titles though. So maybe so, that's a bit harsh. So it's more of the transition, not from her initial character. Like when she came up, she was good for a while, had a good run, but now a recent transition has made her not what she used to be. Like, a, this new version of Asuka that they've presented. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, how long was she up before she got beat? It wasn't long. I, Maybe a few months? Maybe. I don't know. I can't I remember. It, it's true. I, I, I yeah. kind of see what you're saying because she is and, and should be. She's the be. champion now, she's though. She's the champion now. <laughs> well, that's Double it. Champion. Two times champion. She's, but she feels like, like but I know what you mean, doesn't feel the same. treated like a comedy character when every other woman in her yeah, tier... Right? Is, is not a comedy character, not meant to be at least. I think, I think I guess it was, she she went from being heel, because Charlotte was obviously face at that point, right? So, she went from being a heel, who was unbeaten, to being face, but her thing, oh, it's like, oh, you know Asuka? Who's Asuka? Oh, the one that just runs about screaming in Japanese and folk don't understand what she's saying, and you're like, oh, yeah, 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 I know who you're talking about. She's like, five-time women's champion or whatever, but you don't take her seriously because, one, she's got nobody to compete against because they can't book, you know, strong female wrestlers very well. But also her character is just really poor and not very well Dude. developed. Yep. So, yeah, Asuka's number one for me. You like these controversial number ones, eh? Two weeks in a row. That's true. Well, like... But you make a good case. I'm not going to say you don't make a good case. No, but it's the, still a controversial case. With the way Jordan sure. organized his criteria, uh, I see why he would put. I he set it out from the start. You see, I thought, right, if I set it out at the start that I'm going to do something ridiculously controversial, <laughs> you back by it the up. time I get to number one, you're like, well, we expected that, you know? <laughs> well, All right. Would, well, you, would, you have been, would it have been like a total nightmare for you if I'd said Goldberg? Right, number one. They brought him from WCW to WWE Goldberg. Yeah. Well, I don't. They didn't really change Goldberg much, so I don't no, think you could say that. No. Nah, they didn't. He's a shout out Goldberg, the legend. But uh, yeah, I give that list an eight point four out of ten. It's ooh, pretty good. Ooh. It's pretty good. Ooh, I'll take that. Um. So yeah, it's so my. Let's, let's see what you, let's see what you've got. It's there. my turn, and my list you could split down the middle. Two of them are more recent tag team examples, and two of them are mm, late attitude era aggression, aggr ruthless aggression era. No, probably before Ruth. Yeah, added, late attitude era examples. Okay. okay. So, uh, number four, we're going to go with The Ascension. Oh, yeah. The Ascension, oh, yeah. the name that people laugh at now, much like you were talking with Asuka. But back in NXT, they were like I didn't even watch NXT that much, but I knew these guys were badasses, and they came in with that that wicked music, and you did not want to mess with them. You saw them; it was like seeing the devil himself in your room, ready to kick your ass. 
And then they come up to the main roster and, and they're chewed up and spit out as these jokes, absolute jokes. Yeah. Can you even name one moment that they had? The only moments no. I can think of involve them getting beaten up. Uh, Always yeah. beaten up. They were the jobbers of the jobbers. Were they in the... Um, I, don't even, I don't know if they were, actually. Were they in that elimination tag match? Probably. Yes, the elimination chamber tag team match. Remember that? I, no. I don't even... <laughs> you don't remember it or they weren't in it? I don't remember it, but like if you... Oh, okay. I could refresh my... I'm sure it's there. It's just there's so much wrestling mixed in there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um... Still floating around, you know. Yeah, so like they were badass. Like I didn't even watch yeah. them that much, and I I knew the name, you know. So, and then then they're a joke. So that's my number four. That's fair. Uh, my number three will be a team that I did watch on NXT. I really enjoyed and was super excited that they were called up. A little did I know that it was a waste of time. It was um, AOP, the authors of Pain. Interesting. Can you say anything they really did on the main roster? I know I think there was injuries involved at some point, but they yeah. still had a cold start. I mean, I guess I mean, they, they had them killing their jobbers. Thing, their latest thing was obviously being disciples for Seth Rollins, and he's jobby of the year. Yeah. So. so, honestly, putting them as disciples for Seth Rollins is stupid because they are yeah. killers they do whatever they want to do they don't listen to people that take orders you know they should they should just like they could beat up anybody like they were they were crazy intimidating and you don't make them like henchmen i think they're beyond henchmen you know well they're i mean i don't i don't think they were over in nxt but they weren't over mm, i thought they were or maybe i just really well, like them i think it's an interesting one though because they're a good example of a tag team who they weren't over. People hated them. Oh, but that's their character, right? But they so that that to me that's over. Yeah, that's your I job. Guess. Yeah, I, but it's one of those things that I don't think you realize that you're like if if I'm no no yeah I know what you mean if I'm just an idiot in the crowd and I'm like ah oh, I hate them ah oh, they're not over okay. and then you go, well actually you've got an opinion on them so they must be over and you're exactly. Like, oh, so yeah yeah and now yeah they came up to. WWE and they're stuck with the Messiah or whatever. And I, is there an injury now? One of them's injured, both they, or something? No, I think they've been released. They've been th released. Come on, yeah, man. I'm gonna they, 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 they got in the, in the budget cuts. I think they they, they were victims. All that. See, that's that's why they're number three. There you it's, go. Uh, sad to see. Um, mm. Number two, I'm gonna put an obvious one out there. Is um, Stone Cold Steve Austin as uh, the ringmaster? <laughs> they bring this this guy up from uh, you know I think he was you know stunning Steve or whatever we all know his story yeah. WCW and then he stopped in ECW where they let him just talk shit and get it all off his chest so WWE's like this guy's great let's bring him up and have someone else talk for him and him walk in like a Stone Cold killer. Not even Stone Cold then, just a killer, <laughs> and just like just, look just like killer, a, yeah. a loser. <laughs> Come in with like this, this like um, lullaby music, like this, this really meek, toned down music that put you to sleep with the Million Dollar Man, and uh, just stand there, like well, well, we all know it was horrible, but he fought yeah. his way out of it and became arguably the best wrestler of all time. So that's an obvious one. Definitely the greatest wrestling yeah. character of all time. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, he was just like a like a special character. Like you didn't expect him to do like anything below. Like it won't happen. Like he'll just beat up everyone. He'll come in and literally give the, every single person on the roster a stunner. You see a ring full of people, and only one man come out. If it's Stone Cold, you do believe that he can take everybody out in that ring. That's the only man yeah. in history yeah. that could do that. I think. Um. So yeah, that's an obvious one, and a more obscure one perhaps. As my number one, coming off with a bang, is uh, DDP. That's a great pick. Now, he, wow. he was brought over from WCW in the invasion. He was there earlier. Uh, you know, we all know the story how they couldn't get certain talents and Goldberg was locked in. For, so, to me, the biggest name that they brought over, I'm pretty sure, was either Booker T or DDP. So I was excited because I I had to watch WCW back in the day. Uh, my mom was like, "It's not as uh, X-rated as uh, WWE." So sometimes I would be forced to watch Nitro instead. <laughs> but then I'd have to go sneak to watch WWE. But anyways, I got accustomed to seeing DDP, and I think he won the WCW uh, Heavyweight Championship in like the year 2000. So it wasn't even that long ago that he was the heavyweight champion. And he yeah, was super yeah. over. People know the Diamond Cutter. People know DDP, especially now because of his yoga. Anyway, so they bring him to WWF in the invasion angle, and they make him like a stalker. Yeah. They make him this creep that follows yeah, around. Like, yeah. He was following Taker's missus, right? Yeah, yeah. following around uh, yeah. Taker's wife. Like, <laughs> so why is he funny. a stalking creep? He was just like this guy coming out with all his energy going, bang, and doing the diamond cutter and winning the heavyweight championship. But now he's just this creepy stalker with an under going against the Undertaker. That's all he's going to be? And that, that was it, though, right? Like, he did nothing after that. I mean... That. Angle. I don't know if age comes into play because I think he only started wrestling when he was 35. So maybe he didn't come over in prime shape or he didn't want a long run. run, I don't know. But doing that to him, like, to me is ridiculous. Yeah, there definitely could have been more there. He's he's a heavyweight champion. Yeah, that's fair. He's probably the biggest name you brought I actually didn't think about DDP. DDP. He's the man. I love DDP. As soon as Jason started talking in the group chat about, uh, yeah, not just NXT, like, let's talk about guys who come from, you know, other promotions also. I knew there was going to be some WCW names in there. but uh, Well, that one just stood out for me because I love DDP. And I went back to look, like, did he do anything great? Like, I, I remember I watched it, and it was just, like, this stalker angle, and maybe there was some stuff at the end. But he could have been like a main event threat. He should have been. He's DDP, damn it. Anyways, yeah. that's my number one. Bang. DDP Yoda. A Yoda. Yoga. <laughs> DDP Yoda. Yoda. And that's my list. It gets a 9.1. Wow. Oh, that, that's, well, I guess that's fair. You know, grading on a curve and what you got to do. Yes, indeed. Some good lists. Some good yeah. lists. We asked Brad to provide um, his. He just said Emma, so... I suspect he's yeah, in approval. Yeah. Brad's answer was Emma for his top yeah. four. Oh, so. one of his could be uh, Bret Hart. When they brought him to WCW, they completely botched <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So well, that would be his number one, <laughs> Bret I, Hart. Like, did they, or did he just get kicked in the head by the worst wrestler of all time? That was only at him. the end. <laughs> there was a month, or many months of obscurity crap. Yeah, that's fair. Probably. That's fair. They brought him over to like that Thunder show. As, he, like, I think he the debuted main on man Thunder. On that. But like after the hottest wrestling thing ever with the the screw job, they couldn't bring him on yeah. TV for like months or something. 
I don't know, I think based on the contracts or something. So they just had to bring him out and like talk. It's like, why isn't this guy wrestling? He's like the hottest wrestler yeah. in the world. What a load of nonsense. Anyways, yeah. No. That's it. Class. Good, good groups of lists. That was some, some good lists. Um, there was a couple other guys that I was thinking about. Um, uh, so I tried to think about the WCW guys, and I was saying, like, oh, well, do you know, what about Perry Saturn? And then went, actually, nah, he was... He was in the Radicals. Yeah, he was pish anyway. And he um, wasn't, yeah, he wasn't, like, yeah, anything crazy. Well, that's it. Like, I think the only one that I can think was that was brought up and handled poorly was... Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, at but first. Then, yeah. At f- exactly, at first. But then he developed. And I think it was because he was part of that invasion uh, nonsense. That was some names that I had thought about were the club in the WWE, I think. The club? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, who's that? Carl Anderson. And Is Luke it Bullet Club? Yeah. yeah. Well, they were just oh, the club. Oh, God, that was... Ho- yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah, so that's a good one. The other one I thought about, and I don't know this one would really count, uh, and it's this is an old one. Is, is maybe Bart Gunn. He won the Brawl for All. That was not meant to be won by him. And instead of running with it, they let him get knocked oh, yeah. out at WrestleMania. By, by, uh, he's like, by wow, you really made yourself look whatever. tough. Let's get you knocked out by a real fighter and make you look like a wuss. Yeah, yeah. That was a big, yeah, the big, uh, his name is Butterbean, yeah. right? Butterbean, oh. yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think yeah, that's... That's, that's not quite fitting the uh the homework but i thought about bart gun yeah because he like, was the smoking guns he before the smoking that guns, and he just proved himself as a legitimate tough guy you know he yeah. could have done something instead of saying nah you weren't the right guy to win fight butterbean <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, to get punished for it instead and i think no, that was thanks. it for him i don't think he really yeah. i think that kind of crushed him career-wise yeah That'll be the end of that yeah Oh, uh, well, class, thank you, Jason, for another excellent homework. My pleasure. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll find out what's going on. Do you have another homework for us, or are we... I'm going to have to think. wait. Yeah. Okay. It, it, okay. You know, it's all the way next year anyways, right? Yeah, you got lots yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll deal with that next year, um, which is terrifying that it's literally around the corner, I, but that's all good. For one, I'm thrilled to have 2020 in the rearview mirror. Well, I think most of us are. The problem is, <laughs> it doesn't look any clearer. No, no, no. Forward, it's all going it? to just disappear on 2021, January 1st, right? If only. No? Yeah. Oh. Hope, well, I guess we'll see. That's a work. Yeah. Um, let's move on then. Aye. What did you guys watch this week? I've been watching a lot of The Mandalorian. It's pretty good. <laughs> Oh, here, are you, up to, are, you, are you up to date with it? I just finished season one. Oh, mate. But I'm gonna, I right? want to catch up because everyone's talking about the end, so I, that's why I started watching it. It's so good. Honestly, the best thing that Disney have done with Star Wars since they took over. By a country mile. Yeah, I would agree with that. There you go. But I guess we got to talk about wrestling stuff that we watch, so in that case... I mean, technically... Um. Oh, but Sasha Banks. The Mandalorian. Sasha Banks is in the Mandalorian. Sasha Banks in it, so yeah. there's a tenuous link there. I guess. There you go. I watched SmackDown though. I did watch the entirety of SmackDown. Uh, the some highlights of Raw, and that is about it. I also watched wow. WrestleMania 18. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Um. Yeah. I did Raw, SmackDown, and NXT highlights. 
not uh, not full shows, not full shows. Aye. You don't really need to. to no, be I think I've caught up enough um, on it. Class. I've obviously AEW and um, a bit of NXT and a bit of Raw. So yeah, class. Um, does that mean that we all have something for our one good, one bad? I'm sure that we can find something. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find some bad, but whether or not we can find some good, let's uh, let's see. Um, but let's let's keep the the groove going and fire it over to that sexy dent. Well, he's not a dentist. The <laughs> sexy son of the dentist, Wax. Uh, do you have a one good, one bad? I for do us? have a one good, one bad, and I'll start with my one good. Uh, okay, it's a bit twofold. It comes from the world of NXT. Uh, the main one good I have is the return of Bronson Reed. Uh, it was nice oh, to yeah, see him that. back, and they built him, or at least this first match, he was definitely built to be a a big guy. He is a big guy, and. You know, when you're a big guy, you have basically one path in the WWE, and that's monster. And uh, that's yeah. what they did with him. And he's got a little, again, kind of like Keith Lee, he's got a little bit more agility. Uh, he's got a little bit more wrestling skill than your typical big guy. So let's see where it goes. The other person who I was happy to see come back, and this is for two reasons, is Mercedes Martinez. Uh, she yes. returned to attack Io Shirai. And the main reason I'm happy to see her is you may remember that when Retribution first debuted, there were two women wrestlers. One is Mia Yim, yeah. aka Reckoning. The second one, I don't know if she ever got a name, but that was Mercedes Martinez. So seeing her appear as Mercedes Martinez on NXT means she's free. She, <laughs> she's been liberated by, uh, from Retribution to go and do her own thing. So maybe a first of, hopefully first of many to, to, to leave Retribution. Do we know why? Like, do we know why she's not part of I feel like she must have been or... injured, and rather than suddenly bringing out bring her into Retribution, because then Retribution would have to be like, yeah, uh, you were gone, and you're back. Uh, I think it's just... Put on this mask again. Yeah, it's probably just easier to say, okay, you know what? They've been going forward as, as this unit. We'll leave them as this unit. It, it, the Retribution storyline's already on a difficult path, as is. Let's not add anything else to it. At this That's point. one way to put it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my one bad, and this isn't necessarily anything that happened this past week. It's actually what's happening next week, with one very notable exception. It seems that the WWE never learns. The fans are not happy. The ratings are low. Let's bring back the same five old guys. Let's bring back Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I don't get. Oh man, they're bringing excited. back Carlito. That's the one That's exception. Guy. I'm I'm super hyped to see Carlito. I love Carlito, but I don't get excited to see. Am I the only one that's not excited to see him? I loved him. You don't like Carlito, Carlito either. Sick. <laughs> Stupid. Go well, eat your apple somewhere else. You're he's definitely gonna, gonna not your cool. Face. You that's that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm be cool. fully aware I'm not cool. That's all right. But I definitely do not get excited to see Hulk Hogan. I don't get excited to see no. half of these because it's the is, same guys. Is, it's oh Rick. Is Flair. that like because of the controversy or just because he's like old? You don't care about him anymore. A bit of both. A the controversy. B he. You know him showing up on WWE is not this big, surprising, exciting thing. He's always there. So is Ric Flair. So is honestly, as much as I Ric love Flair, Stone yeah. Cold, and the glass break will always 
hype me. Uh, it's not. I'm sad to see him. Yeah. Like you know, with that, with not kicking everyone's ass. That's it. It's just yeah. it's it's even then though. It's like oh, Stone Cold's gonna be here. Shawn Michaels is gonna be here. It's like okay, we just uh, saw half of these guys. Like, yeah. He must be. I'm just thinking, Stone Cold must be the only guy that's appears every so often and doesn't actually do anything. Yeah. Like if you think about Shawn Michaels, at least he takes a bump and gives a super kick to somebody. I don't think Stone Cold can. Yeah. He can't. Well, he can't fall over. Come on. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> or he doesn't want to. I don't know. That's true. Yeah, I guess if, I mean, if, or he doesn't take bumps because he's a badass. 75-year-old Ric Flair can do it. Yeah, he got kicked in the... Well, oh, well. he didn't get kicked in the head. Obviously, the lights went off. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, he was on all fours in the ring and he almost got kicked in the head. So, Stone that, that would have to be... Uh, Come on. The one main thing that stuck out, stuck out to me is bad. There were some other bads that just, uh, you know, I think the WWE needs to really... Stop wasting time. I, I get it. It's cool. When you're an alumnus, it's cool sometimes to come back. It's exciting to see someone like Carlito who hasn't been around in a while. That's yes. actually, that is exciting. Oh, that's why I'm excited. Tori Wilson I liked well. Carlito. I mean, and that's also why I'm excited to see him. But it's not a Hulk Hogan who comes back every, again, every month. <laughs> it, it, well, let me tell you something, brother. It's like saying, you know oh, uh, you know, uh, Triple H is going to be on the show also. It's like, okay, well, Triple H is always here. You had hope so. He should be on every yeah. show. He's the guy who runs That's the thing. That's it. It's yeah. like, oh, you know, it's like... What's, so, what's the point of this? Like, am, am, am I supposed to know that, what is it? The, Cheap Pops. It, the, the 3rd of January or whatever it is. Cheap Pops. Is that, is that a night for something? Is that... I don't know. No it idea. Is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, let's bring them all back. Why? What, because your ratings are so yeah. poor? Let's take more time away from people gonna... who should be being shown on WWE television. It's like, don't get me wrong, I have tons of respect for these people, but it's just, it's just not that exciting to see them anymore. No. I mean, what, what's going to happen? A bunch of legends will be in the ring, and then Retribution will yep. come out and be like, no, no, no! You know now. what? You know what they could do to fix everything with Retribution would be the legends all come out. Retribution storms the ring and beats the <laughs> shit <laughs> out of every yeah. single one of them, like to the point where we don't even know if it's real or not. Yeah, that, that would, would actually work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If Mustafa Ali, like, I don't know, super kicked Hulk Hogan. Yeah, put him through face. a table. But, so, like, yeah, they yeah, agree on a spot yeah. we'd never, we'd never expect. What is going to happen is. Retribution is going to come out, and they're going to get the shit kicked. Like, all the finishers are going to be done. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, yeah. Because yeah. Heath Slater's not available you can anymore. Almost he's not around. That. So, that's my one bad, uh, I, I would say. It's just that. Is, who else have we got? We've got Stone Cold, Rick, Hulk Hogan, Hogan Tori Wilson. Carlito. Hall of Famer, Tori Wilson. Yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous. Don't even get me started. Unbelievable. I, 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 I'm trying to remember if there's anybody else, but again, these are just names who pop up. Like Stone Cold has his podcast; it's on the network. We see Stone Cold, we see Hulk Hogan, we see these guys all the time. Um, it, it's just oh, it's Goldberg. Is he not coming well, maybe. back? Maybe he's coming back to win the title, baby. That's it. Oh, here he comes. I have kids now, and I love my kids, but I'm still a badass. Hey, Shut the up. character evolved. Deal with it. Nah, the guy's name's Bill. Nobody called Bill has ever been <laughs> Billy cool. Goldberg. Yeah, it's stupid. Get out, you old brick. Um, fair. 
Okay, so Legends Night, yeah. Stop doing it, WWE. Yeah, agreed. We want something different. That's fair. Uh, Jason, do you want to give us a one good? Did one you give? Bad us, what was your week? good? My good was uh, that two superstars Bronson returned Reed. to NXT. Bronson Reed. Oh and yeah, Mercedes yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry, I don't know those people. That's why. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, um, and I was happy with NXT this week. I think they did a lot of good things. So. Apparently. So basically, what you're saying is, the your one good is NXT and your one bad is WWE Raw. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> I'm keeping it super uh, apparently, vague this time. Alicia Fox is coming back. Oh, yeah? Apparently. Wait, on Legends Night? Yeah, what you got to say? You don't think she's a legend? I didn't think she was of that Ooh, the big here. show. Boogeyman. Boogie, Booker T. <laughs> he's, Booker T's. <laughs> he's in the building. Candice Michelle. Is this really true? All these people? Hillbilly Jim, Hall of Famer. Eh. <laughs> Class. Hulk Hogan, brother. I remember when Hillbilly Jim got inducted into the Hall of Fame, I kind of popped a little bit for him. Not because I actually was like, oh, I remember him, but more because when he came out, I was like, wow, he actually still looks all right. Oh, yeah? Oh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, he looked the hillbilly lifestyle keeps ago, you man. looking yeah, exactly. fresh. Cutting about carrying hay bales and buckets of milk and whatnot. Um, my one bad is going to be the triple threat tag team title match on SmackDown. Do you even know what I'm talking about? Yes, it's the women's uh, yes. one, right? Can you name the tag teams, please? Um, it's the women's match, so it's Charlotte and... Asuka. The, Asuka. the champions, yeah. Uh, there um, was Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. S- yeah, Sasha yeah, and yeah. Bianca and Belair. A well-known yeah. team, yeah. Yeah, very well-known. And of course. Bailey. And the and, other one. Uh, Carmella. Oh, Bailey, yeah. And was it Carmella? Oh, another well-known legendary tag team. What is it? Sounds like a great match. All three of them? All three makeshift tag yeah. teams. Two women's singles champions in this match. It was, like, I don't even care how the match was. Agreed. Why? Why? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. What is the story? What is the story that writes them together? It, there's not one. There's not one. That's, that's the answer. Okay, so we're back after multiple uh, audio <laughs> difficulties. Um, I was in the middle of my rant about the triple threat uh, makeshift women's tag team match for the championships. Um, so, yeah, I think I said enough about that. Uh, one other comment I wanted to make was how good Charlotte and Bianca Belair look when they were going at each other and they're hinting of hopefully a big match coming down yeah. the line. Those, those two... Those two are, are, I think, the best in the women's division right now. I think they could have an insane match, and I hope it happens. Do you do you um, like that kind of... I, I don't know if I do. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. You know that whole thing where it's like, you know, they both go drop kick at the same time and miss, and then they oh, both it's kick like, up. Look, we're the same. Yeah, equal, like, equal... I mean... I just like that it'll lead to a good match. I think it's kind of okay. dumb, but, like, you know, whatever. It's just building them both up as, yeah. as beasts, you know? That's <laughs> I guess yeah. the good thing about this feud, if it becomes a feud, is that does not need to be for a title. Like It no. does not. I think. Uh, hopefully would... not for the tag titles. Well, yeah. <laughs> hopefully not. 
but I think they could they could definitely feud for a little bit without the, a title being involved, and I would still be engaged in what's going oh, on. Oh, for sure, for sure, like a blood feud, if you will, if you will, absolutely, if you will. Um, well, but like Rose. just like uh, near the end of the match, Sasha's like gets knocked out of the ring or something, and she's like outside for the finish. And then you looked, and the camera pans to her, and she looks so upset that she lost the match. But in, I'm thinking, like, she's the champion. She doesn't care she lost this match. Yeah. That's why you shouldn't have singles champions in these tag team matches. They have a prize. They don't need, they don't need to have that as well. But whatever. I, mean, I digress. At, that that match was basically one of the you know one of the matches that they do in like a pre-show, or sorry. Yeah, it's like a toss together. Yeah, you know, let's just throw look, together a bunch of jobbers. But in that match, you had the Raw Women's Champion, the SmackDown Women's Champion, the Tag Team Champions, and all the best talent. Like, there was no... Um, as much as it pains me to say that she's not one of the top talent anymore, there was no Natalia. Jobber. Oh, <laughs> right, what, what's your filthy whore mouth? She's a jobber now. Like, <laughs> yes. not, you know... She but is. she could win at any time <laughs> by just putting on the shot. Sure. She's like a... Yeah, she could win. I mean, she did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it cut out for a second. <laughs> What's the last thing you said? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Basically, Natalia, you think's a jobber. I think she's an absolute legend. But anyway. Yeah. Well, you don't like Goldberg. So okay. So. Retribution is definitely out to get our podcast for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, stop it, okay? I was rooting for you. Um, anyways, so yeah, my good will be someone's got to say it. Big E winning the Intercontinental Championship Absolutely. with a it's big in, inauguration and everything. Interesting that your your one good is Sami Zayn losing. Well, because he is a great at losing he's great at winning he's great at talking he's great at wrestling he's great at tweeting he's great at everything so anything involving Sami Zayn, especially with a talent like big e who's hysterical and he's amazing in the ring and yeah. i hope he gets to flex his muscles uh figuratively and literally in a new sort of you know be dominant when he's got to be taken yeah. seriously and he's still like he's hilarious when he has to be I just like I'm just interested in him, especially working with Sami Zayn. I'm sure there'll be a rematch for that. I'm excited for that as well to for see sure. what Sami Zayn will do. Uh, they're both they're two of the best talents going right now, and I love seeing everything that they're doing. It was nice to see a lumberjack match too. It's always fun when it, these like these gimmick matches haven't. I don't I don't think there's been one in a little while, and it's uh, you know. Overkill of them is too much, of course. If they had a yeah. lumberjack match every week, two weeks, oh, month, they're gonna that's make, too much. But <laughs> they're gonna make a lumberjack pay-per-view. Welcome to lumberjack. <laughs> every superstar, all the time. They're all out of the ring and they get in for their <laughs> Just, match. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that um, was basically what it was before Thunderdome. Just all the wrestlers hanging out around the it's ring. True. They yeah, uh, they did it well still. too. It made sense, you know, the Lumberjack match. They literally had to bring him back to the ring. It worked out pretty well. Yeah. yeah. And um, also shout out to the Street Profits t-shirt they made for Sami Zayn. That was also very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And that. true. Yeah, I mean. It's prolific. Is that the word? It was very prolific. Prolific. Yeah. 
prolific. Uh, yeah, so that's my good. Someone's got to say it. It was a massive moment. They had him on his shoulders. The streamers coming down and everything. Like when uh, Lex Luger won by count out for the title and didn't get the title, but he still had that big celebration afterwards. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, nice. So who's next? Uh, well, it's only me to go. Only you. Only me, unfortunately. Um, mm, interesting. Okay, right. Start with my one bad. It's obvious, in my opinion. Miz getting back the Money in the Bank contract. Uh, yeah, that's so stupid. What the hell? What? But so stupid. I don't understand. Like, I feel like I missed something. So, when I was watching it, do you know, you know those like highlight things that you maybe sometimes get. I mean, I I don't usually partake in uh, in watching illegal streams of anything but you know mm-hmm. how they like miss out little bits every now and again yeah it's chopped up yeah yeah right so i watched one of them just to catch the, the last little bit of the show and i was like oh, that'll do i'll just watch this um and i saw that and i was like wait what they must have cut out something important something must have happened so i went and watched it and i was like no nothing happened he adam pierce just went you know mate um well, here you go. Have this back. <laughs> yeah. Well, here you go. Have this back. No. What? Well, you, you didn't hear the explanation, though? There was an explanation. Well, give us. Give, give me the explanation. Because I maybe the I just... ex, The explanation was John Morrison was the one that cashed it in, and he doesn't have authority to do so. The Miz just stood in the ring while John Morrison made the call, where it has to come out of the lips of the man who owns that briefcase. That's not. That's not good enough. That's ridiculous. That's I wonder sure. if that's true, though. Has it always been the the guy himself? Has it ever been a manager saying it? Well, I don't yeah, know. Well, Maybe that's they... it. I would love to go back now and watch and see. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I wonder, I almost guarantee you that well, there like... will be at least one. And I'm th- one that pops to my head is well, Carmella. For like Alberto? Nah. Albert, Alberto? Well, Alberto's a good one, I think one, Alberto yeah. would have done it. I think Ziggler thinking... would have done it when he came out with the... Because he was with AJ and AJ, Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking Carmella with James Ellsworth. Because, yeah. I mean, James Ellsworth won it for her, so why wouldn't he cash it in for her? Yeah. I'd, well, I'd say it's probably happened. Yeah. If it has happened, they'll say it's just a new rule. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Pierce, what are you up to, mate? No, that's that's my one bad. It, you, it's stupid. I don't get it. What are they going to do now? You're just going to have... Do you think that was the plan all along? Like, you're going to cash in, lose, and we're just going to give it back to you? But then, this is... this. So, Money in the Bank is one of the greatest things that happens in WWE, in my yep. opinion. Because it's so random, it could literally be anybody, and anything could happen at any time, as far as a fan's perspective goes, right? So... What you do is you give it to some absolute dick who doesn't deserve it, right? And then mm-hmm. you leave it with him for a, a few months where he just cuts about going, "Oh yeah, nothing happens." And then you that give it, good. then you give, <laughs> then you give it to one of the actual talents who could use it. He uses it. He doesn't cash in properly, and then you give it back. Like, I don't understand. It's nah. and would he have to give back the title if he won it? Imagine that. In a yeah. different universe, he wins, and they're like, "Oh, we got to take that title back." You didn't cash I ac- in, right? I actually think that would be a better angle than giving him back the title. I would rather I probably would have been like, imagine think- he had won it that night, and then on Raw the next week they go, "I'm sorry, you need to cash in the title, not somebody else." 
That, I know, because we would have got that initial pop of him getting it, and then it's right? like, no, 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 let's go back to regular Nah, program. Drew's got it again. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> sick. Like, that'd be so much better than this crap. I think whether they planned it or not, I don't think either option is good. Either, <laughs> they, no, yeah. either they're going by the seat of their pants, and they're just like, oh, wait, let's undo that. Don't like that. Or this was the plan all along, and it's like, yeah, he's going he's gonna to get it back. Yeah, I mean, neither it's, one it's, really makes sense to me. It's it's basically like COVID. It's either you go outside and get COVID, or you stay inside and have a boring social life. Neither are preferable, but you've just got to pick one, right? Yep. I'll yeah. stick with the boring social life over getting COVID. <laughs> to be fair, that's me anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, that's yeah. It. yeah. So that's definitely my uh, my bad. I don't get it. I, I'm happy he has it back, though. To be honest with you. Really? Okay. I'm, I'm, well, yeah. I mean, it's better he has it. It was stupid how he got it, but, you know. Nah. I mean, we'll see what happens with it. If he cashes in at a good moment and wins it, that could be exciting, I guess. But, yeah, I think it's stupid that he got it back. Anyway, um, my good is something that's been brought up time and time again. In my opinion, the only good thing that's really happening on Raw, the heart business. Oh yeah, I love uh, that. they they're looking great. Um, they had a, a little promo, not promo thing, but they they were coming into the arena or whatever, and there was this guy standing in their way, and they're like, "Move out the way!" And I th- and like, it just gets thrown to the floor, and MVP just goes, "Thank you," uh, you know, <laughs> like, just the way that they talk, the way they carry themselves, they look legitimate. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm loving everything that they're doing. I didn't think I would because I don't like Bobby Lashley. I think he sucks. But everybody works well together. The only problem I have at the minute is the fact that Bobby Lashley doesn't treat the US title with respect. Granted, it isn't, you know, nobody I think that's does. what you're supposed to do when you get it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. Nobody does. But that kind of annoys me. They're like, oh, you've got all the gold, but one particular yeah, bit they of should goal boost, boost the respect. Yeah, it would help them to boost the respect for it. Well, I yeah, mean, if if, I if that title means something a little bit more, then I would definitely be like, wow, he's got the US title. Bloody hell. But at the minute, I'm just kind of like, yeah, he's got the US title. He might as well have the 24-7 championship. It doesn't make a difference, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, her business are, are, are ripping it up. I'm, I'm really enjoying what they're doing. So that's definitely my good for the week. They uh, they all fit so well and just slid right into those roles. Like Eve, yeah, like every single one of them just it just fits. Like even if you don't like Bobby Lashley, you still have to admit he looks like a beast. Like that's undeniable. But that's the thing. Like it, it, I think if I took all four of them individually as singles wrestlers, none of them fit as singles wrestlers right now in the WWE. But if I put them all True. together, they, they work. Like, Cedric was doing nothing, and then is now the tag champ. Now he's, like, the next big thing. Yeah. <laughs> Shelton yeah, Benjamin looks really good. was just kind of fading into obscurity. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was not that's, necessarily That's not too different, fault. though, from his normal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I love him. I wish they would uh, use him better. He's absolutely, yeah. Uh, MVP was had come back, but hadn't really done anything. And as a singles competitor, it was just kind of like, you're maybe not able to do this anymore, uh, and then yeah. of course it, it, Bobby Lashley was just—he yeah, was just awful. So yeah, <laughs> well, he was doing the Lana stuff, wasn't the Lana? Well, stuff exactly, was right. Yeah. So yeah, MVP but, um, is an excellent, excellent mouthpiece for them. He's a great manager. 
uh, he's oh, going to be very entertaining. He he is padding the Hall of Fame case right now. Like this is legendary work uh, on the mic as like a, a talker or like a a leader of a of a faction. Like he is like we'll see where it goes. Right. Like still yeah. it's still really fresh. So he can take this and just right to the moon. Yeah, it's great. For sure. Do you remember when MVP was in an Inferno match? It sounds familiar. He probably Kane. lost. Really? Yeah, he oh. lost. Because he had oh. the full bodysuit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like MVP. He, you look at MVP, it's like, I don't believe that you were ever in an Inferno match. But he was. It was one of those, was it, you know, jobber like finishes. Smackdown? Where, uh, no, I think it was on pay-per-view. Oh, really? Okay. It was like when MVP first came into the WWE and they built him pretty well. Anyway, yeah. all that to say is that he does have an actually underrated impressive resume uh, yeah yeah and it's and getting better by the week now yeah. um yeah sick all right class now we're uh, now we're gonna get milky or uh you feeling milky? Milky? Uh, yeah let's add a bit of cream uh, into the mix get a bit of uh, a bit of dairy you can keep your lactose free options at home because we've got our milky match of the week the have a nice milk have a nice milk no oat no almond no and no skim milk this is all this is whole milk no this coconut stri- no not even pasteurized straight no from the cow's straight from the udder yeah. that's right wax and uh, i've recognized these two wrestlers before in a previous uh, have a nice milk segment and that's what makes the storyline they happen to be surrounded by so frustrating but again uh as per the rules i set onto myself that i must respect because i love that you i don't have my word what am I? rules yeah <laughs> he's got integrity. i have to give it i have to give it to again again i'm pretty sure i gave it to this exact match once before to ricochet versus mustafa ali mustafa yes uh, again it's just two really 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 talented wrestlers two guys who can speak also ali uh, actually the one thing that is nice about retribution is ali is a very good talker and ricochet we saw a little bit of ricochet talking on uh uh what was it called what's that what's that post show they do where they just chat raw talk raw talk yeah i actually thought he he had some good uh some good chops yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, they seem to be stuck in this little pish storyline where nice. why does Retribution want, no offense to Ricochet, probably the least impressive member on the roster right now. <laughs> yeah. And other, than, other than Mr. Farley. Uh, yes, exactly. Oh, so it's a, it's a step up, you know, one step up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They want other than, because he's other than, slightly better yeah. than Pish. Yeah, Ricochet is maybe the, the fifth least then, and the other five are the, the, the five members of Retribution. It's, I think he's somewhere between T-Bar and Slapjack on, yeah. on the ranking. Um, so yeah, why does Retribution want him? And why are they going after this guy and they're still being billed as this, oh, no one knows what they're going to do. And that's what makes it even more frustrating to say that this match was really good. It was yeah. a really good match. I, I, you know, there were some other nice matches uh, that I saw. I actually quite liked the steel cage match between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. 
the lumberjack match between Sami Zayn and Big E was a contender. Yeah. And another person who came back onto NXT TV that we hadn't seen in a little while uh, was Velveteen Dream. And yeah. he was in a match with Adam Cole, which I thought was really Baby. good. Yeah. Uh, but I got to go to Ricochet versus Mustafa Ali because yeah. despite yeah. everything else, these are two great wrestlers, two guys who deserve to be in something better than what they're in. And hopefully 2021 will bring them better better fortunes in the WWE or elsewhere. Um, Ricochet could have been on my list. Uh, yeah. He was a consideration, yeah. Terrible upbringings. Yeah. <laughs> terrible bringing up the you roster. Just, the roster. Terrible. <laughs> you just see how good he is. How can yeah. you not, you know... Oh, he was remarkable. Like it was just you're just in awe watching this guy in NXT, yeah. and then he comes up and he's uh, it's nothing. I nothing. think you brought it up last week, but that North American title ladder match thing in NXT that he was in was insane. Was yes, that that's what caused me to say he is the most underutilized superstar. Yeah, I think they have right now. Absolutely. Relative to well, his I guess talents, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, I guess go. a pish storyline is better than no storyline for him. Just so he can show what he can do at least. Yeah, I guess. Mm. You know. But there, that's the thing. He's is. still putting on, if, you, if you're if you basing his career solely on uh, the, the performances that he's putting on and not the stories that he's in, he's still absolutely destroying it. Yeah, he just needs those stories so you care about and the memories is more, you know. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Well, there we go. There was a milky, creamy son of a bitch just there from Big Waxy. Lovely. That's right. You can stick that into your Thursday morning coffee. Oh, <laughs> Thursday baby. Thursday morning coffee. Um, one last thing that I wanted to bring up before uh, we, we, we uh, are getting close to wrapping up for the day. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that uh, AEW um, for the next two weeks... They have a kind of New Year special that's split into two parts. So next week they were supposed to have, I don't even know what it's called, New Year, Shmoo Year, part one, <laughs> um, huh. and then part two the week after. Uh, but they've now changed their plans for next week, or, or actually this week. Um, it's going to be a, a celebration of the life of Brody Lee. Um, and one of the things I thought was really cool that I just wanted to bring up is obviously pretty much all the matches were decided, you know, a while ago. So they're keeping all of them. But there is one match that they've brought up, which I think is class. They've asked um, Brody Lee's or, or John Huber's son, who is also called Brody uh, or Brody Lee Jr. Um, to name his three favorite wrestlers, it appears. And... He has named them, and they will be in a match, which is quite cool. Um, and I did have it up on my screen. I've now lost it. Here we are. So he has named his top three wrestlers. Uh, Orange Cassidy. Of course. Cody Rhodes. And number 10 from the Dark Order. Okay. Hmm. Versus Team Taz. Um, seems like a bit of a random match, but actually the fact that they've gone out of their way to... You know, in the celebration of the life of Brody Lee, they've asked his son to, to you know, you know, who are your favorite wrestlers? Who would you like to see in your your dream match or whatever? And he's named this. I think that's a really good touch. 
Um, so it'll be really exciting to see what they what they do. Um, That's quite nice. Uh, yeah. Awesome. When is it? Wednesday night? Yeah, Wednesday night. Um, Wednesday. Or, well, by the time you listen to this, it'll be the night before. It'll be done. So, yeah. ba 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 Coming bang, to bang. you from the past. Um, so that'll be cool. Yeah, just a little thing from AEW. So it's exciting. All right, Perfect. sounds good. Lovely. Was there anything else you guys wanted to bring up, wanted to talk about? Um, Not really. This is the last episode of the year. Of course. So cheers to all of you list that ever listened ever listened yep. cheers to my uh, handsome co-hosts jordan and wax main and of course ginger heat as well he's somewhat handsome <laughs> he's um, not bad he's, he's a good looking chap yeah, yeah instagram would agree and yeah. um yeah what a wonderful wonderful year i mean we made the best of it you know a wonderful year in wrestling as far as you know what they were given with no crowds i think they did pretty well you know put to, put together a lot of memorable moments and that's yeah. all we can really ask for at the end of the day that's it yeah there's been some I push agree. there's been some good but we've gotten through it it's you know it's been a tough one for everybody we've, we've hung in there but um it, it's it what well, you know it can only get better from here right hopefully and as much as we all you know, so a lot. Let's be honest. A good portion of our time on the four jobbers is spent criticizing or being critical of what goes on uh, yeah. in in the wrestling world. Because yeah, some of it is pretty bad, but it does give us a reason. <laughs> the four of us, and five if you count uh, our friend Lewis, a reason to chat and gather. Oh yeah, shout out Lewis too. Sorry. Share uh, <laughs> and, and 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 watch and have something every week. Exactly. Uh, especially in a year like this it's a, a nice bit of routine it's a nice bit of escape from the dreary reality that is this current world and uh yeah happy holidays i'm very thankful to be doing this podcast and to be watching wrestling because it's just it's something to watch it's it's there it's been there for me for a very long time uh speaking of nothing i just said you can also find us on social media at the four jobbers on instagram and on twitter hello at the four jobbers.com if you want to email us um and i got nothing else amazing um yeah you made a good point there when you're saying wrestling is always there for us i don't think they took any breaks right throughout all this They, they somehow just made it happen very dedicated beautiful people in the business and even though we are critical sometimes it's usually just about the character you know you could a better character can come along you can work on it this that and the other that's it it's all yeah. part of the game right um the game uh but yeah it was it's always there for us wrestling yeah. it's it's just there's no off season it's it's all year long just keep been going, there my baby. whole life and it's just gonna keep going pish yeah. or good love it ah well thank you guys um it's been a well, there's been some difficulties this particular episode, but it wouldn't be the four jobbers if we didn't have that. So thank you. Thank you to those who have listened to this point as well. Um, I'm pretty sure Brad normally says that there's a prize if you've listened this far in and you contact us and let us know that you've heard it. Um, I believe Brad um, told me it was going to be um, 85 Canadian dollars. I'm pretty sure that's what he told me the prize was. 
Um, so I'm just going to call that out right now. And now he has to stick to that because I've called it out that's, that's on speci- the episode. Specific amount. <laughs> that is a $85. Specific. $85. I don't know what that is in like British pounds. Is it because 1985 was the first WrestleMania? That, uh, that was the reason why I went Is with that, that true? I don't even know, was it? <laughs> no, I just, I just said a number and hope for the best, mate. But um, yes, thank you for listening. Um, have a great uh, new year. Uh, but please stay safe. And have a we'll great new year you. from the comfort of your own home. That's it, yeah. Happy and New Year. We will see you in 2021 for some more wrestling banter. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Good night. It was 1985, by the way, the first WrestleMania. Oh, there you go. Didn't go. Ah. There you go. And stop.